Hi, this is Sean Hendrickson, and welcome back to another episode of What to Expect When You're Arrested. During this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about discovery or the evidence against you. And we're also going to talk about the difference between misdemeanor and felonies because both of those subjects are a little bit shorter. So we're just going to combine those two into one episode. Before we get to that, I am also a criminal defense attorney here in San Antonio, Texas at the Sean Hendrickson Law Firm. We help good people like you avoid the devastating consequences of criminal charges. If you're being charged with a crime here in San Antonio, feel free to give me a call at 210-775-0852. Or if you look down in the show notes, there's a link there that you can click on to schedule a free consultation with me. I'd be happy to sit down and talk with you about your case, and we can work on a strategy to try and put your case in a better position than it is right now. I've also got a free download for you, four things that you should do if you've been arrested. If you click on the link down in the show notes again, then we will make sure to get that sent right out to you. And if this podcast is helpful to you, we'd certainly appreciate it if you followed or subscribed and also reviewed this podcast. When you're charged with a crime here in Texas, Both the United States Constitution and state law require the district attorney's office to turn over almost everything that they have on your case. It doesn't require that they turn over any work products, so they don't have to tell us about their strategy or any of their notes or anything like that, but almost everything else they have to give to us. And that can include the police reports, any video on the case, both body cam and dashboard cam photos, lab results, any interviews that they conducted, 911 calls, dispatch records, criminal history. There's a lot of stuff that could be coming to us depending on what you're being charged with and how much evidence there could be in your case. And it can take a while to get all of that. Normally at the first setting, I think we mentioned this a little bit at the last episode, but normally that's what we're doing at that first setting is we are letting the prosecutor know everything that we haven't received yet. If the police report mentions that they had taken photos, but we haven't gotten that photo, or if they mention a statement by a certain witness that we still haven't received, then we're going to let the prosecutor know that so that they can make sure that they're working on getting all of that information over to us. The defense, on the other hand, doesn't have to turn over anything to the prosecutors on the case. And that is one advantage that we have that the prosecutor doesn't have. If this is a case that's going to trial, We're going to know everything that they're bringing in because we've had that opportunity to look at all of the potential evidence that they have against you in the case. If we have something, whether it's an alibi or some sort of a statement reporting that contradicts what a witness said earlier, we don't have to tell the prosecutor about that. So they may not know about that until trial. If you're being charged with a case, we can let you review all of the evidence in the case But the law prevents us from actually giving you a copy of the police reports or or the video or anything else that we have. But I do recommend that you set up a meeting with your attorney so that you can know what potential evidence they have against you. You don't want to be seeing things for the first time when you're in trial. Because ultimately, you've got to make the decision on whether or not to take offers or whether or not this is a case that you want to take to trial And it's important that you have as much information as possible when you're making that decision on what to do on your case. I also wanted to talk a little bit about the difference between misdemeanors and felonies. The main difference is going to come down to how much time the maximum punishment on that crime is. 
On a misdemeanor, the maximum punishment is going to be a year in jail. On felonies, for the most part, it's going to be more than that. The only exception to that is that on state jail felonies, which is the lowest level felony, the minimum time that they can order you to do is six months. Of course, probation is still an option, but the minimum time if you were to have to actually serve time would be six months. And so there's a little bit of an overlap there. One of the other differences is which court your case is going to be in. If you're being charged with a misdemeanor, then your case is going to be in one of the county courts. But if you're being charged with a felony, then your case will be assigned to one of the district courts. You've also got the right to a jury trial, no matter what level of case you're being charged with. But how many jurors there are is going to differ depending on whether you're being charged with a misdemeanor or whether you're being charged with a felony. On a misdemeanor, the jury is going to consist of six jurors. And in a felony, it's going to consist of 12. If you were sentenced to any jail time on a case, where you serve that time at would also change depending on whether you're being charged with a misdemeanor or whether you're being charged with a felony. On a misdemeanor, if you were sentenced to any time, you would do that time at the local county jail. So here, that'd be at the Bear County Jail. On a felony, you would not serve the time at Bear County Jail, but at either a state jail facility, if you're being charged with a state jail felony, or at a normal prison run by the Texas Department of Criminal Justice if you're being charged with a third, second, or first degree felony or capital. The other main difference is how you're formally charged in a case. On a misdemeanor, the state just files what's called an information. It's just a document that says they believe that they have probable cause to charge you, and they support that with a complaint usually filled out by an officer who says that he believes that they've got probable cause to charge you. Once that information is filed, you have formally been charged with a misdemeanor. On a felony, everything's a little bit different. There's one more safeguard on a felony, and that is the indictment. To formally be charged with a felony, you have to be indicted. And that means that the prosecutors have to show to a grand jury that they have enough evidence to charge you with a crime. Now, the level of evidence that they have is the same level of evidence that an officer needs to arrest you. And so essentially, it's just a grand jury looking to see whether or not the officer had probable cause to arrest you. If the grand jury finds that there is probable cause to charge you with a crime, then they will indict you. And that is when you're formally charged on a felony. Hopefully, this has explained a little bit about discovery of the potential evidence against you and also some of the differences between being charged with a misdemeanor versus being charged with a felony. I hope that this information has been helpful. And if it has, I'd certainly appreciate it if you like this podcast or subscribe to it. And if you have any questions or if you're being charged with a crime here in San Antonio, feel free to give me a call. My phone number is 210-775-0852. Or you can click down in the show notes. There's a link down there where you can set up a free consultation with me. And I'd be happy to sit down and just talk about your case with you and kind of work out a plan to see what we can do to put your case in a better position. I hope you have a great day.